0: Fuse Box.
1: Yeah, and we didn't even get the benefit of looking younger. Hello, friends, and welcome in to this, the 201st edition of Fusebox discreetly entitled Court of Flaw. And uh, I'm your rearranging the deck chairs of democracy on the Titanic host, Mark Rose. And uh, over there, awash in the glow of red and blue LEDs, Hi, Pooba, the parametric. Milk canes, everybody.
0: Well, thank you kindly. And, uh, welcome to what seems to have become the uh, Disunited People's Republic of America.
1: <laughs> yeah, hu- human rights, who needs them, right? Well, we're going to get into all that soon enough, but uh, I wanted to start by saying a great big thanks once again to everybody who made our 200th show. An absolute joy to do, and a uh, big shout out to Sally and her staff at Suicide Sally's for uh, allowing us to have our way with the place uh, for a spell there.
0: Oh, that was a blast, bro! I, you know, I'd say we do that again.
1: Well, I'm in. What are you doing now? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, don't tell me. <laughs> it is indeed. A treat, and uh, big thanks again to uh, Regina Carroll and Jeff Pollard for adding their considerable talents to make that a memorable episode for sure. Uh, We have some other news to share regarding this program as well, so...
0: Stay tuned for a special programming update.
1: That's right. We've got some uh, fun and exciting news to report, so please hang around this very audio event for that uh, info coming up soon. Uh, So, friends... Uh, This edition of the show is entitled Court of Flaw And for a darn good reason, too It's uh, become a meme of late But the idea that... uh, Remember, folks Before you go to bed tonight Be sure to turn your clocks back 50 years Is a little too
0: accurate Oh, man I just can't wait for the rest of the Justice Thomas recommendations to be trotted out, you know? I mean, women's rights? Oh, hell no. Get back in the kitchen where you belong and where's my beer? Might as well just toss out that whole Bill of Rights thing, too, because clearly we're not using it anymore.
1: Yes, it's a a dark precedent for sure. We've seen uh, a disturbing pattern. Emerging over the last few years And now given full throttle By the uh, orange guys Stacking the court with high-octane conservatives Folks who um, really were, to say the least, controversial And uh, as we're about to hear, friends They were all lying liars who lie On each of the confirmation hearings For Justices Kavanaugh, Barrett, Gorsuch, and... Thomas. They were clearly talking out of the other side of their respective necks.
0: Do I have this day an opinion, a personal opinion, on the outcome in Roe versus Wade? And my answer to you
1: is that I do not. The legitimacy of the court would be undermined in any case if the court made a decision based on its perception of public opinion. So a good judge will consider it as precedent of the United States Supreme Court,
0: worthy as treatment of precedent like any other. And one of the important things to keep in mind about Roe v. Wade is that it has been reaffirmed many times over the past uh, 45 years.
1: As. Richard Fallon from Harvard said Roe is not a super precedent because calls for its overruling have never ceased, but that doesn't mean that Roe should be overruled. It just means that it doesn't fall on the small handful of cases like Marbury versus Madison and Brown versus the board that no one questions anymore.
0: Yeah, so that right there, uh, that's what you call a bald faced lie. In case anyone was
1: wondering. So what next, legal department? Do we just uh, let that drift by without uh, calling it out? Or perhaps the idea is to give them a pass, right? As it's, you know, of its time and needs to be broadened to fit our modern day. This <laughs> is a quote that uh, that is uh, horribly paraphrased there and attributed to Justice Scalia, who, uh, as we mentioned a couple of shows back on uh, Button Man number 199, that the Constitution's language in the Second Amendment, well, it needs to be essentially rewritten to comply with the wishes of the NRA.
0: Well, they are calling the shots, you might say.
1: Well, you know, you might say that, Mr. Keynes, but a piano might still fall on you just the same.
0: Still hung over from the 200th show
1: Clearly So in a blink of an insensitive eye Women's rights get rolled back 50 years What about we just rescind women's right to vote In the next thing How about that? Or maybe we just make it a whole lot easier And have the church run it all I mean that whole church and state thing Was just a letter mailed to a vacant lot in the late 1700s, right? Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, did you miss this choice piece of uh, revisionist history? Uh... Well, Representative Lauren Boebert made a thrilling and totally insane statement at a recent church event that uh, she was speaking at. Yes, please enjoy. The church is supposed to direct the government. The government is not supposed to direct the church. That is not how our founding fathers intended it. And I'm tired of this separation of church and state junk. That's not in the constitution. It was in a stinking letter and it means nothing like what they say it does. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Did you hear that? Huh? It's the first clause in the Bill of Rights Not a postage due letter Not a handbill pasted on a bathroom wall Not a coffee-stained and maybe dog-eared memo Left in an abandoned, tasty-freeze dumpster in Altoona I think that in the depths of her ignorance uh, Representative Boebert is trying to uh, conflate Beyond the boundaries of space-time the phrase church and state that was used by Thomas Jefferson in his 1802 letter to the Danbury Baptist Association, because in it he declared that when the American people adopted the Establishment Clause, they built a, quote, wall of separation between the church and state. Now, why, you ask, would he say it like that? Well, because, friends, both Jefferson and fellow Virginian James Madison felt that state support for a particular religion or for any religion was improper. To them, and frankly to the rest of us, compelling citizens to uh, support through taxation, a faith they did not follow, clearly violated their natural right to religious liberty.
0: Oh, yeah, back when we... Head rights, yeah, uh huh. Yeah,
1: and, and speaking and speaking of separation of church and state, Ms. Bobert, tax the churches, tax the property the churches own.
0: Yeah, you might get some blowback on that one, bro.
1: Of course, this is another case of all for one and all for me. I wonder how Miss Bobert's church allies would feel if uh, that wall really did come down. I mean, uh, they enjoy a whole lot of privileges in the, in the present scenario, which uh, uh, by design would not be afforded them if all this uh, was, quote, equal, so to speak. So they, too, would have to then start paying into the system. Uh,
0: hold up. If that were possible, I'd bet they'd find a way to become a theocracy, you know, and answer to nobody.
1: Well, we're kind of getting a sniff of that right now, aren't we? The whole Roe v. Wade evaporation. Now that right there, that's a size 17 footprint in that very direction.
0: You know, I, I just love how the argument for it is... No, we, we haven't outlawed abortions, just threw it back to the states, that's all, nothing to see here Right, and,
1: and with presumably half of the country uh, implementing these so-called uh, trigger laws, which make it illegal in that state uh, The options are, at least at present, uh, becoming more and more difficult to find
0: The other sick part of this action, and they know it it is the folks who can least afford the travel to wherever the hell they have to go to get the abortion are in these states with these laws, mostly in the South.
1: Yeah, some in the Midwest, too. And, and by the way, uh, this notion that the Constitution makes no provision for abortion rights, i okay, <laughs> look no further than the 13th Amendment. As Michelle Goodwin points out in an absolutely excellent article in the New York Times, uh, quoting here, mandated, forced, or compulsory pregnancy contravene enumerated rights in the Constitution, namely the 13th Amendment's prohibition against involuntary servitude and protection of, here it comes, bodily autonomy, as well as the 14th Amendment's defense of privacy and
0: freedom You know, maybe these justices <laughs> It's kind of a funny term for these assets. Well, maybe they need a refresher course on constitutional law Well, it
1: sure as hell couldn't hurt Now, I'm happy to report that at least on this coast In the Pacific Northwest here We don't have those restrictions And uh, opportunities are being created Not only by the uh, states themselves But believe it or not <laughs> Even on the corporate level to help those who uh, are in need. And, uh, friends, uh, we shall continue the uh, discourse and diatribe after this delirious detour and diversion. And there is something strange to be sorted out down there. <laughs> TheFuseBoxShow.com.
0: And we're back, bro.
1: Indeed, sir. Indeed. Well, We've been talking about the court of flaw, among uh, other things today, as it's becoming clearer each day that the agenda of, uh, well, <laughs> at least the majority of the Supreme Court at present seems to be headed towards ensuring that we all step into the Wayback Machine and relive those glorious days of the Crusades and the Inquisitions one more time yet again. Now, may I say? You may. Uh, thank you. I actually have a great deal of respect for what we commonly call the rule of law or a due process, even though there are many times I've thought, how the hell did they arrive at that conclusion and then subsequently that ruling? But sometimes, just sometimes, it comes down to one side or the other just not making a very compelling case to uh, sway
0: either the judge or the jury. Yeah, and sometimes it's the best legal system money can buy.
1: Yeah, but you know, I'd lo- I'd love not to think that though.
0: Well, I'd love to think I could fly, but reality is I can't.
1: Well, my concerns presently uh, really sit with the J6 committee hearings, uh, which which have been, you know, especially in, in recent days, quite compelling to say the least. <laughs> A uh, virtual mountain of evidence is uh, looming and hopefully uh, will be adjudicated very promptly. Well, you
0: gotta imagine, if you're gonna go after a past president, you had damn well better have all your shit together in a nice big pile. So when he starts to wriggle out of it, you keep slamming one piece of evidence after another until he's suffocated by the truth.
1: And That's a very interesting alliteration there, Mr. Keynes. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I... Have my moment
1: It would seem they have more than a uh, smoking gun
0: at this point More like a smoking howitzer
1: Yeah So the DOJ will have a uh, pretty heady mixture to wade through So not really sure how fast that process will be But uh, if we uh, Uh, Oh,
0: hey, hey, you know, I know uh, this isn't exactly the topic today But, uh when the hell have we ever followed a rule on this show? But your gal, Ghislaine Maxwell, well, she just got served with a 20-year sentence as a result of her conspiring with that maybe-dead guy, maybe not, Jeffrey Epstein, that human trafficking and pedophile bag.
1: Yeah, 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 I saw that. It's been uh, eclipsed by all the other legal and, uh, sadly... Uh, shootings News of late Even as recent As uh, this past Fourth of July In Illinois But Yes uh, She did in fact Get a two Decade long Sentence Which will put her In her 80s When she's released So uh, Yeah I guess that's one step Closer to uh, <laughs> Maybe Revealing just Who the hell These quote Clients Actually were
0: Nobody. Oh, I don't know If we're ever Gonna know that I mean Some are obvious already, but these other people, whoever they are, are so under the radar and probably really guarded that it's likely we'll never know their names. Yeah,
1: it's probable that uh, we'd not really know them anyway. You know, these aren't the the sorts of people that play in the light, so to speak. But uh, I'm at least satisfied that uh, the due process did work itself through and not get hung up. On some uh, technicality or some uh, mistrial glitch So let us depart from the madness That is our modern world For the moment anyway And let us delve deep into the madness That is lurking just down there In that area Down there Dateline Newport Port Ritchie Friends, we have yet another Creepy crawler on the list That uh, appears to be threatening The sun-soaked lifestyles Of the denizens of the Sunshine State The reappearance That's right, back for more Of an invasive snail species Forced state officials To actually quarantine recently The uh, residents of Florida's Pasco County an area just north of Tampa along the Gulf Coast there. Authorities took action after confirming that a notoriously destructive breed of mollusk, known as the Giant African Land Snail, was identified by a community gardener in the city of Port Ritchie.
0: Wait a minute now, are they sure it just isn't like Governor the Sand Slug's minions? Out cruising for votes?
1: No, I think not. Uh, These are much smarter.
0: Ah, good times.
1: Uh, These snails are quite mobile. And uh, clever, too, apparently. Experts warn that they cling to vehicles and machinery, uh, plus trash containers. And and that allows them to move long distances. And they're resilient, too, with the capacity to uh, survive for a year while uh, inactive and buried in the soil to uh, shield themselves from unfavorable weather. They also present a serious health risk to humans. As, and here it is, the snails carry a parasite called rat lungworm that can cause meningitis. People are advised to wear protective gear, like gloves and a hazmat suit. When uh, handling them
0: Holy carp is, is that like a parasite carrying a parasite?
1: <laughs> well, not sure that snails are in the class with mosquitoes or leeches and uh, Things like that, but
0: Yeah, because they get a little meta, as they say
1: Yes Yes, it would What we do know is that these giant African land snails Have wreaked havoc on parts of Florida before Uh, although they're not uh, uh, native inhabitants of the state, although they probably should be. uh, Officials have uh, traced infestations dating back to the 1960s to escaped house pets and...
0: House pets? (laughs) Who the hell would keep a cantaloupe-sized snail as a house pet?
1: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, And to illegal importations by religious groups.
0: Secret snail rituals?
1: Do we even want to speculate on that?
0: Uh, you, bro. Just you.
1: Yeah. Florida's Agriculture Department has uh, called the giant African snail one of the most damaging mollusk subtypes in the world. Its unusually large size and ability to procreate in vast quantities allows the creature to uh, infiltrate surrounding areas quickly posing threats to vegetation and infrastructure because of its appetite for at least 500 different plants as well as... Are you sitting down? Paint and stucco.
0: Holy (laughs) carp! It eats your house?
1: (laughs) At four months old, a single snail can lay thousands of eggs at a time. And each can grow to be eight inches long as an adult. And the agriculture department there has recorded two instances where the snail was uh, fully eradicated. The most recent was uh, just last year, a decade after one of the giant snails was initially spotted in uh, Miami-Dade County.
0: Yeah, now, that uh, that phrase, uh, fully eradicated, yeah, that's, that's taking the victory lap before the race has started,
1: you know? Clearly. Now, these critters are stubborn.
0: Now, I don't suppose they make a good escargot. I mean, uh, I'm asking for a friend. Dateline, West Palm Beach.
1: Exotic car fans, take note. A heritage edition Ford GT owner crashed his recently purchased supercar into a tree because he was, quote, unfamiliar with how to drive a stick shift. (laughs) The driver, 50-year-old Robert J. Guarini, told uh, police he lost control after downshifting while leaving his housing development at around 6 p.m., and uh, this led to a head-on collision with a palm tree. Uh, Guarini then told a nearby security worker that He didn't have his phone with him and needed to ride back to his house where he spoke to police via landline after leaving the vehicle unattended. The hit was substantial enough (laughs) to trigger multiple airbags (laughs) and disable the vehicle completely. It's unclear how fast Guarini was driving when the crash occurred, but the GT slid far enough after hitting the tree that it blocked a nearby sidewalk. The car was not registered or insured when the crash occurred. The listed vehicle identification number indicates that the car was purchased at a Barrett-Jackson auction in Palm Beach, Florida for... Can I have a little snare drum here? $704,000. Yeah, that, that would make replacement of this vehicle a, a very expensive endeavor. Guarini was uh, issued a citation for driving with a suspended license and a warning for operating an unregistered vehicle. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, of course. Because not having insurance is not enough for the perpetually sun-stroked. You have to be driving with a suspended license,
0: too. Three quarters of a million dollars for a car that you can't drive.
1: You see, friends, it's things like this. Why we continually probe the depths of our souls, desperately seeking the answer to the time-encrusted question.
0: What the fuck, Florida? <laughs> 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 <sighs> Mercy's
1: mercy sakes. Anyway, before we exit this time-controlled moment of, well, time, I want to make a big announcement. <laughs> Uh, In tandem with the launch of the uh, last show, the big 200th episode We also, quietly, without anyone noticing Because we were wearing footies at the time We launched our very own Patreon page Now, uh, friends, if you're uh, unfamiliar with this Patreon thing uh, It's essentially a a place where creators can get a little help financially From the folks who dig the stuff they do It's uh, been a terrific help to scads of folks uh, over the years
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe thing Except it's uh, monthly
1: Right, right, right So, uh, and, and also, for as little as one or two bucks a month You can, uh, you can help creatives uh, like us Do uh, what they do best, which is create
0: But there's something in it for them too, yeah? I mean, beside the show
1: Oh, indeed there is, Mr. Kane So glad you said that Well,
0: I'm here to serve
1: I've been told that. Yes, sir. Haven't actually seen it. but been told <laughs> that. <laughs> so, we have these uh, tiers or levels of involvement that you can select from, and uh, you can see all this on our Patreon page. But it's uh, which is, by the way, linked right down there in the show notes. But for two dollars a month in our level called uh, bi- Thanks listener, exact thing called Bigness you will get access to the uh, Patreon-only feed, which is uh, consists of basically never-before-seen, except for that one time in Provo, Utah, material created especially for our Patreon supporters. Now, you got your uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, you got your tech stuff, you got your excerpts from hidden microphone recordings captured aboard alien spacecraft, or from our favorite show mascots, Eco and Milo. You get their award-wanting interview program, Who's Talking? No, really, Who's Talking? Yay! <laughs> and priority notification about upcoming Fusebox stuff.
0: And you get the show early.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir, you do. As it comes on its own uh, super-duper RSS feed, completely separate from uh, our standard one. And hence, all this exclusive content comes directly to you. Discreetly and without the need For brown paper packaging Yes and but also You get access to a Special secret phone number A fuse box voicemail Line where we Encourage you to leave your Thoughts, your comments, regrets And or fears
0: Then there's the Huge bigness tier And at five dollars A month you get all the stuff we just Mentioned plus You'll get a 20 ounce fuse box whiskey mug with the uh, show art of your choice. And there's like 200 covers, so happy choosing.
1: Oh, yeah, hell, they are really cool and incredibly well made. Uh, dishwasher safe, too, for all those who care.
0: And then there's the final tier, Enormous Bigness, at uh, $10 a month, which has everything we just mentioned, plus a
1: new. Car! <laughs> I'm kidding. Careful, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but we're not kidding about this. You get everything in the past tiers. Plus, we'll put you in a fuse box
0: bit. You'll be famous.
1: And you'll be on the radio, too. Now how much would you pay? Well, they already
0: know, bro. We just told them. Ten bucks.
1: Precisamundo. Ten bucks. All of this goes to help uh, offset the cost of this show, which, believe it or not, <laughs>
0: does cost money. <laughs> well, I think you've run out of body parts to mortgage, and they tell me they won't even have mine at all. Sad.
1: Yeah, I understand them, but still sad. And as a Fusebox supporter, you'll be credited on the show as well, because uh, we do appreciate your support. Sincerely.
0: Copy that, bro.
1: So, if uh, you like what we do, and clearly you got this far in this thing, and would like to help us out, head on over to our Patreon page, and please, sign up. You'll be so glad you did. And with that, we'll call it a show, friends, but not without thanking our contributor to this edition of Fusebox, Jody Lorimer, for a pristine ideification... Thanks as well to the Emperor of Equalization, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance and so on and so forth and all that.
0: A pleasure as always, and uh, folks, feel free to rate and uh, review us on whatever platform you found us. Every little bit helps the
1: cause. Oh, and uh, as an aside here, buddy, Uh, we're we're gonna be starting that intern search once again, and uh, we'll need the help now with all this uh, Patreon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know it wasn't a walk in the park the last time, and uh, we have the recordings to prove that, friend. <laughs> uh, we may delve into that a little more in the next show. Yeah. Anyway, I have been your banging-the-gavel-in-three-quarter-time host, Mark Rose, saying, Until our next cartoon.
0: you